Welcome to Women of the Metaverse. I am Cheryl Laidlaw. I am Angela Harkness. We have been and are still on a journey to discover the Metaverse, Web 3.0, NFTs and anything that we are required to know to join this world. From this podcast, we will help you to unlock how the Metaverse is going to impact your brand, your business and even your personal life. Join us as we take the mystery out of this new digital universe. Welcome to Women of the Metaverse. In this episode, we are going to go back to basics on the subjects we have covered so far and answer some of your questions. So first up, Angela, if you were to go back four months, to when we did our very first episode on what is the metaverse, how would you now explain what the metaverse is? Okay, I would explain it differently to how we, would ex- how we explained it in that episode. I would now explain it as the 3D version of the 2D version we already have. Instead of looking at a flat screen to buy products from a shop, you will pop on a pair of VR glasses and feel as if you are in the shop. So, for example, when Cheryl and I are in Horizon Workrooms, it actually does feel like I'm sat next to her, like I could reach out and touch her. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I, it really does feel like you're sitting next to me. Yeah. So the whole experience will be, it just will be more real world. You could go into a, a furniture shop and actually see what a piece of furniture looks like up close, how big it actually is what the material looks like, what the colors look like. So that's really what it is, is that 3D version from the from the flat screen that you currently look at. That's how I would now explain nice. it. The ultimate yes. experience. Yes, exactly. Okay, Cheryl, your turn. Does the metaverse already exist? So the answer to that question is yes and no. Individual companies have created three-dimensional virtual platforms such as Decentraland, The Sandbox, and The Other Side. The idea for the metaverse is for the platforms to be connected so that you can go from one to the other. In the same way that you can go from a link in a website, say from your blog, to YouTube, and then on to LinkedIn, for example. So we're not quite there yet. But we're hoping that we'll be able to switch between metaverses swiftly. Yeah. You'll hear the very technical term of interoperability. Technical yes. people will say that. But if you speak to people these days, they would still say, oh, I'm in the metaverse. Cheryl and I, when we do our show in Horizon Workrooms, would say we're doing our show in the metaverse. So, you know, there's... There's a lot still. It's very new, and the development and the evolution of it will be, oh god, decades, decades. Absolutely, but yeah, I, I, I would say the beginnings is there. We're there. Definitely. It's yeah. good enough. <laughs> Definitely. Next question, Angela. What can I do in the metaverse? There is such a huge amount already. You can have a meeting, as you will see Cheryl and I have done in Horizon Workrooms. And if you haven't, go and check out our YouTube channel because you can see some of the stuff that we've done in there. You can attend events, and we've talked about this a lot. So we've mentioned Wish of Vodka and their um, 
parties, their cocktail parties they have every week. And then obviously there's Meta Fashion Week, which I think there's another one coming up because it's autumn, winter, is it? Yeah. 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 Um, So lots and lots of different events happening all the time in Horizon venues. You can go to all sorts of things. You can exercise in Meta. You can meditate. You can even work and earn money. So you could be a Meta host. There was someone that did a video saying that they work in Subway, lying on their bed, earning (laughs) however much an hour, making sandwiches. People buy and sell properties. So real estate agents work in the Metaverse. And you can shop. And many brands have used gamification and community to draw in people. So brands such as Gucci, Louis Vuitton and Timberland. So what you can do just keeps getting added to and added to all the time. It's amazing. Who owns the Metaverse, Cheryl? This question for you. So Facebook rebranded as Meta. That strategic rebrand demonstrated Meta's determination to lead the way for other Metaverse companies. But Meta does not own uh, the Metaverse. At the moment, various companies have a slice of the pie, and it's only a matter of time before many companies enter that space. But Facebook have done a fantastic job of their rebrand in order to trick or, you know, Yes. Make people think that uh, meta is actually the metaverse. So yeah. clever but rebranding. It, but it's a bit like, you know, nobody owns the internet. It is yeah. just a space where you can jump from one thing to other. And that was exactly what um, Cheryl was talking about in terms of, you know, what the metaverse should be, you know, being able to go from one thing to the other, which you can't at the moment. But yeah, I think there's lots of corporations that will come out and try and own it or be the bigger players like Facebook became with social media, but there's no one ownership. There's many companies working on it, isn't there? Well, Meta's first. And at the moment, Mark Zuckerberg's getting a lot of stick for their animated avatars and that it's just not realistic enough. And, um, but Andrew and I think it's great. Yeah. (laughs) We're we're having a great time in Horizon. We love it. We love it. So there you go. Anyway, number five to you, Angela, how do you get into the metaverse? The VR headsets are the most popular way to live the real world experience. Both Cheryl and I have Oculus, but you can just go to Decentraland and Sandbox via their websites, or most people will go in through gaming consoles and play games like Roblox and Fortnite. But again, this is another thing that over time, you know, like we said, Gerald and I have got the Oculus. They're not the best. They're very uncomfortable, but they're brand new again. So over a period of time, the evolution will just be you'll just pop on a pair of glasses and it will get better and better. The technology will just improve, improve and improve. So at the moment, those are the ways that you can currently get into the metaverse. Over time, we'll be looking back at those big Oculus goggles yeah. and be laughing at them, won't we? Yeah. Don't get rid of your packaging and <laughs> everything. Save them. Because... I think I've ditched mine already. <laughs> Have you? No, I still got mine. But they probably, in 20 years' time, will be worth a fortune. People will, you know, the next couple of generations of children will look at those and just laugh, laugh. because they literally will be putting on a pair of thin glasses, and that will do everything. Contact lens. Yeah, it will be interesting. I was thinking about this the other day, how 
mobile phones and the metaverse will play out whether we would have mobile phones even will we need them or mm, will that's the... be really interesting because they say that will be a thing of the past yeah so that's an interesting one isn't it mm. okay for you cheryl how do brands get into the metaverse so most people when answering this question would say gaming is a great way of getting into the metaverse but you need to have a lot of money to invest in a gaming platform like roblox roblox generated 1.9 billion in revenue in 2021 those numbers i oh, know right that's a 107 percent increase year on year it has doubled its revenue for the past two years and lots of brands are literally setting up shop there as we speak. But if you haven't got thousands of pounds to get going in the Roblox, then you can start with digital wearables or items. In the metaverse, digital wearable NFTs are used for accessorizing avatars and other elements and this can be put together at a very affordable price. I think it's going to just get easier and easier for small brands, small businesses, just to start to get into the metaverse, isn't it? Absolutely. I keep so, telling um, all my young sort of techie, uh, well, not friends, but, you know, people that are interested in this world to get into 3D modeling and yes. start making because the step-by-steps on how to create a wearable in Decentraland is, well, it would be very, very easy to do if you knew the programs to do it. Well, look at look at um, companies like the Fabricants who have done oh. that partnership with um, oh. women, World of Women. What they've created is just phenomenal. It's Amazing. incredible. So there's so much you can do. So I don't think, I think... The way in which you're advancing, it's not going to be for the big players. Small players will really start to be able to get involved and, you know, and anybody, you know, whatever you do will be able to go in soon and sell stuff and Yeah, you can do it <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Okay, next question, number seven. What does decentralized mean, Angela? Decentralized means that there is no centralized authority like a government the whole concept is that blockchain, which records every transaction you make and is open to everyone, along with the smart contracts that are attached, means that there's no need for any authority. And it really came out of the original white paper for Bitcoin. But I think that's a little bit of a nirvana because I think that big companies and governments will want to start to regulate or start to get involved. Mm. So kind of only time will tell with this one, with this whole well, idealized. I, yeah. When I was at Social Media Market World in um, February, they really didn't want Meta to lead the way yeah. in the metaverse. They were quite um, open in their views that Facebook shouldn't really be the forefront but unfortunately they are so yeah i don't see how they can stop i think the, the people, bigger companies yeah i think the people developing it want this decentralized nirvana but i think definitely governments will want to start to regulate the cryptocurrency so we'll see but that's basically watch what this does, space watch this space yes Indeed. okay for you cheryl what makes an nft valuable this is a 
great question because I feel that it's the same question as what I used to get when people used to ask what makes a TikTok go viral. Good point, yeah. And as much as we can say, you know, it's the look and the look of the NFT, if it's art collectible piece, but again, it's about the smart contract attached to it. What is the community like? Are they creating one NFT? Are they going to create 10,000 NFTs where you can be part of this community and they're going to give you a membership and they're going to have a gala dinner every year and everything, um, saving the planet and saving God knows what else. I mean, there's lots of values attached to some of the projects, the NFT projects that are out there at the moment. So it's about doing your research and finding a piece of art and a community that you want to support. But honestly, you can create a picture of your big toe. Yeah, you could. <laughs> you could. I think also at the moment, it's there's a lot of collections that are coming out. And they're not necessarily very original. There's a lot looking like the board. There's lots of copycats, aren't there? There's lots lots of copycats. copycats. And also the smart contracts, even if the art is different, what people are offering is actually quite similar. It's all the same. Whereas if you go and do some research about Gary Vaynerchuk's V Friends or listen to our episode on that, he's done something a lot different with his NFTs and he is offering a lot different. So... It comes, like Cheryl said, if you've got a big community like he had, it was always going to be a popular buy. But then on the back of it, he's also offered something different where some people have been not very original. So, yeah, it, the, the, yeah, but agree more. it's so difficult to know which one's going to be the, the valuable ones, isn't it? Absolutely. So next question, Angela, number nine, are NFTs for investment purposes only? No. There are so many elements that can be created from NFTs. And because of the smart contracts attached to them, you can do pretty much anything. So a ticket to an event could be an NFT, access to a membership club. We all have loyalty cards. They can become NFTs. There are so many different things. And I think even if you were to say to Cheryl and I, this is what I do as a business. How could I use NFTs? We would be able to tell you because... The ideas are limitless, but I think what will happen over time is because when NFTs were first became part of something people were talking about, it was about the art. There were very creative people, very good artists that got into the NFT world. Now they've become about this token and what you get with them. And I do think over time that the art will be the art and the actual functional NFT will be something else. But again, we'll we'll just have to watch this space and see what happens. Next one for you, Cheryl. Can I create an NFT myself? Okay, the best thing about this is that anyone can create an NFT. If you're creative, then even better. And if you're not creative, like Paul Gary V. <laughs> yes. We talk about this a lot on the last episode. Yes. Um, you can still create an NFT. There are so many YouTube videos out there, step-by-step guides. And if you went to OpenSea, there's also a step-by-step guide on how to create and upload your NFT for sale. So there, there's so much out there. Um, if you are crazy, if you do want to give it a go, then definitely do. Or like I said earlier, 
take a picture of your big toe and see if it's ours. Yeah, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> and you don't, it doesn't even need to, like Cyril said, you could say you could use your iPhone or whatever smartphone you've got, or you can use Canva, which is free. There are just, it, it doesn't need to cost you anything. And it might be a good way to give it a go. Just do some random picture. Oh. Plonk yeah. it on OpenSea and see if it sells because it's just a great experience then for you to just see how the whole thing works. I, I have been meaning to put something together um, for a while, but I'm still, I'm yet to do it. But when I do, I will let you know. And if yeah. anyone wants to buy a picture of my big toe, I don't know. <laughs> right, next question. Um, how can I buy an NFT? There are different ways. If you just want to buy something because you like it, then you can go to sites like OpenSea and Rarible. Both these sites are used for either individual NFTs, where someone will create a piece of art, like Cheryl just talked about, and sell it. Or people are selling their NFTs that they purchased from a collection and they are selling it secondhand. So OpenSea and Rarible are used as secondhand market for collections. When you go on to the sites, you will need to connect to wallet and then you need to add some cryptocurrency. If you want to buy NFTs as an investment, then you need to start to do some research and look at on sites like Rarity, where they will show you some of the new collections that are coming out. There is a great video by Bex Perfect on her Nifty World YouTube channel, which I'll put a link in the show notes talking about how to research NFTs and which one to choose. Also, Gary Vaynerchuk, so much content. He's done a ton of content where he talks about how to research NFTs. If you then find a collection you like, you can then request to be added to their whitelist and you will get an NFT firsthand, which is called minting, which we're going to talk about soon on another episode. So again, Lots of different options for you with purchasing NFTs. Right. Next question for you, Cheryl. Number 13. Is land an NFT? In short, yes. The way in which you purchase land is the same way you would purchase an NFT. So you can either go to the site in which you want to purchase the land. So, for example, Decentraland or the Sandbox. or you can go to OpenSea and search for Decentraland or the Sandbox, and they will show you the same plots of land. Yeah. Easy peasy. Just like that, you can spend. <laughs> you can spend millions of pounds just like yes, that on OpenSea. Just like that on OpenSea. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We hope you enjoyed this episode and it's helped to answer your questions. Please keep them coming and we can do more of these types of episodes in the future because we really, really want to help you to learn and be confident and start to explore and to make the investments yourself. Absolutely. And don't forget to join our Facebook community. The link is in the show notes and you can ask as many questions as you like. So we'll see you next week for more insights into the metaverse. Bye for now. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Women of the Metaverse. You can find all information, links, and people we talked about in the show notes on our website. If you have enjoyed this podcast, please comment and subscribe. Join us again in the next episode as we continue this exciting Metaverse journey.